Welcome to On Mission, the teaching ministry of the Mission Church in Irvindale. We exist to love God by loving others, leading them to become fully functioning followers of Christ Jesus. Today we conclude Mike's message. Whether we're talking about success or failure, the right perspective of the past, write it down, is that it is the past. It's water under the bridge. We must not try to relive the glories of the past, nor should we allow ourselves to be defeated by the miseries of the past. So much has been written about churches. What makes them grow, what makes them falter. And most always, when you read a church book, a book about church growth, somewhere in there, the author will write about the problem of an unhealthy perspective of the past. Seems like churches in particular um, will find themselves often on one hand trying to ride into the future on past glories, sort of setting on their laurels, always talking about what was, how good this, that, and the other was, as opposed to being active and making new things happen. On the other hand, you'll find churches that, uh, that spend all of their time making excuses for their present, what they're not doing based on past failures. But here's what I want to say to us. I want to say to us that the gospel deals with both the past success and the past failure. Past failures, according to the Bible, are washed away in the blood of Christ. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So if in our past we have failures, no matter what aspect of life they may fall into, if we have come to faith in Christ, if we have laid those things at the foot of the cross, then the blood of Jesus Christ covers those things and they're no longer considered our failures. Amen? At the same time, past successes... We've got to recognize that the past successes were not our own. Our past successes, rather, were God's Spirit working through us. Notice with me Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So what we find out of this is that we must not allow past failures to chain us to what was, nor can we allow past successes to prop us up for what must be done today. And that leads me to my first truth point of the day. In Christ, we have freedom from missed opportunities and failures of the past, and we have strength to pursue new opportunities successfully in the present. That is a proper perspective of the past. In Christ, we find freedom from missed opportunities and failures of the past and strength to pursue new opportunities successfully in the present. And that's what Paul means when he speaks of forgetting the past. When Paul speaks about forgetting the past, he's not not suggesting that we can actually wipe the memory of yesterday away. What he's saying is that we are not to allow it to keep us locked to what was. For Paul, the windshield, not the rearview mirror, was the place to fix his gaze. So that's the first thing that I find in this passage that I would want to communicate to us on the first day as the mission church. We have a past. There's some glorious things in our past. There's some failures in our past. Either way, the gospel deals with the past. Let's let the past be the past. We also need to talk about what lies ahead. So this particular aspect I title, Eyes Front Forward March. The second perspective that I want to give us as the Mission Church today is this. Progressively pursuing the goal requires all energy focused forward. 
It requires all energy focused forward. When Paul came to faith in Christ, his eyes were open to the reality of the greatest goal that he could pursue. For the rest of his life, knowing Christ, being conformed to his image, that's where his eyes were focused. He wasn't looking back to the attainments, both positive and negative of the past. He was constantly putting his energy and his efforts into knowing Christ more and more, into being conformed more and more to his image. It's a, it's a goal that, that he would never fully realize in his lifetime. In fact, it's a goal that no one can realize fully in their lifetime. But here's the next truth point. Knowing Christ and being conformed to his image is not a goal God calls us to complete, but to continually pursue. We're not called to complete it. We're just called to continually be about the business of pursuing it. For the mission church, knowing Christ and being conformed to his image means to walk in the steps of the great commandment and the great commission. To be continually pursuing a love relationship with Jesus. Surrendering to the Spirit as we pursue discipleship for ourselves. And cooperating with the Spirit, helping others to become disciples also. Friends, that's why we exist. That's why we're here. That's why God has allowed us to move to this spot and develop this campus. It's to do those very things. It's the goal that Christ has set before us, a goal worthy of our lives. And it is a goal that he has promised to participate with us in until he returns again. But know this, pursuing the goal requires our spiritual eyes being focused out the windshield. Our foot applied to the gas, moving into the future, not pining for, nor regretting the past. Paul says, I strain forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal. Truth point, if the mission church is to see disciples of Christ made across generational gender and racial lines, then we will have to be radically committed to keeping the main thing the main thing. There are so, are you listening? So many good things, not bad things. There are so many good things that present themselves to be done, so many great causes that compete for our attention. But for the church of Jesus Christ, there is only one main thing. Jesus crucified and risen. Jesus crucified and risen. The main thing for us is the gospel of Christ. That's what lies ahead for us. This is the goal that we press toward from this day forward to pursue our own personal discipleship, becoming more and more like Christ and pursuing others, helping them to grasp their sin condition before God while continually holding before them the good news of Jesus' death and resurrection and how it changes everything, both now and eternally. And if we're going to do that, if we're going to do that successfully, it will require continuous effort on our part keeping the past behind us and continually pressing for the goal that lies before us. So friends, that's my challenge for you today. That's my challenge for you today. To commit ourselves to the ministry of seeing Christ formed in us. I wonder who in the room is already perfected? Huh? Who who in the room has already attained? I haven't. I don't even know that I'm halfway down the path. 
In fact, I am being stretched and challenged every day, every week to shed off the old man, to put on the new. Say no to the flesh and yes to the spirit. To lay down my past, to take up my future in Christ. Formed in Christ. That's the goal for us to continually pursue. But it's not just about us. It's also about a community. We have a whole community around us here. And you know, living in Des Moines, it doesn't matter whether you're on the east side, the south side, the west side, the north side. I mean, you can get anywhere you want to go in 15 minutes, basically. So it is a big community. We find ourselves located in Urbandale on the northwest side, but there'll be people coming to us from all over the place. And there's... 160,000 people living within a five-mile radius of this spot right here. There's a lot of folks to reach out to. And they need to hear the message of the good news of Jesus Christ. We're not the only church in this community. In fact, I praise God, there's three others on this, two, two others now on this street. May God bless their efforts in reaching people. We're not in competition with them. And there's over uh, 400 churches in the Des Moines metro area for all of those who believe in Jesus Christ, have their, their, their ministry centered on the scripture and, and are all about the gospel, may God bless their efforts, may they reach them. Because let me tell you what, over 80% of the population of this community is lost. But we want to do our part. We want to be used in the Lord's hands to reach those whom we can reach. We want to be continually praying, Lord, help us to find ways to connect with men and women, boys and girls, to introduce them to faith in Jesus Christ and then to help them become acclimated into part of the church and to grow up in their faith so that they, like us, are continually seeing Christ formed in them. My challenge is that we commit ourselves to the ministry of seeing Christ formed in us and reaching the people of our community and world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm going to bring our first worship gathering, begin to bring it to a close, by reading verse 15, at least the first phrase, and making a few comments about that, and then we'll, we'll pray and begin to make our, our exit. Notice what Paul says in verse 15. He says, let those of us who are mature, did I say that right, sweetheart? No, I did not. Mature. She's always on my back about that. Mature. Want to have a happy afternoon, so I'll say it right. Mature. Let all of those who are mature think this way. Think what way? Think properly about their past and about their future. Letting the past be in the past and keeping your gaze and your focus on the things that Christ has for you in the here and now and tomorrow. Because that's where he's taking us. One of the things that's great about the gospel is is it doesn't care about the past. It cares about the present. Who we are, what we are in Christ. We may have been a lot of really bad things somewhere back in the past. Or we might have been some really great things way back in the past. The gospel is concerned with right now. Who are you today? Where is your faith today? What are you, how are you relating to Christ today and to one another? Let all of us who are mature 
mature, think this way. Learning how to think and then actually doing it is a spiritual, is a process of spiritual growth. Immaturity always wants to wallow in what was past. Let me say that again. Immaturity always wants to wallow in what was, in what was. Both good and bad. Maturity doesn't necessarily forget the past, but it places the past in the past, not allowing it to hold them there or dictate their future. Maturity gives its focus and energy on what lies ahead and pursues it until Jesus says, enough. Your time on earth is through. Join me for eternity where yesterday doesn't exist and all of tomorrow exists in the now. I look forward to that day. I look forward to that day being Christ's presence where the past matters not, doesn't even exist, and all of eternity is in the here and now. Until that happens, though, we need to have the right perspective, pressing toward the goal. The goal of knowing Christ, the goal of being conformed to his image, the goal of engaging the mission, the goal of working out the vision that God has given us. This is On Mission. The Mission Church is located at 12001 Bridgemont Drive in Urbandale. To learn more about our ministry, visit our website at themissiondsm.org or call us at 515-255-2122. We gather for worship each Sunday at 10 a.m. We would be honored for you to join us. Have a blessed day, and thank you for listening to On Mission.